With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Messiah Branch Broadcast. A one-hour class program on the American Voice Radio Network. Featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Greetings, saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour. We are broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and we're on the American Voice Radio Network. Today's date is May 5th, 2016. Most just don't realize it, but we are in the time of the end, and that's the time before Messiah's glorious return. So it's time to get out of sin, the world, and look to the holy city. Look to the one who suffered and died for you. Hear the sound of the shofar. Heed the warning. Get right now before it's too late. Please make this choice tonight. If you need help after this program, call me. I'll pray for you or with you. If you get the machine, please leave your name, your number, your prayer request, and or message. The phone number, of course, is 620-878-4682, 620-878-4682. In an emergency, my cell phone number is 316-619-4886. Excuse me. And you can always find updates with the breaking news, our ministry, radio program archives, our email address, our mailing address, all on our blog, which is simply prophecyhour.com, prophecyhour.com. And, you know, folks, remember that if, you know, a lot of people don't like to talk on a telephone. If you don't, you can send me an email with your prayer request. I'll take it to the mission. I'll print it out, take it to the mission church, anoint it with oil, and we will pray on it. Then if you include an address, I'll send it back to you at no cost, no obligation. I'm not going to send, start sending you things in the mail to get money out of you. None of those things. I'll just simply send it back, and I'll forget about your address. Unless, of course, you email or, you know, we talk again. Or you can send me your phone number in an email and tell me that what time you'd be available for me to call you, and I'll try and call you to the best of my ability. Or you can use the phone number. Or you can use, you know, that thing, uh, the United States Postal Service. I know for most of you in the electronic age, that's a little bit slow, you know, but they're not riding horses. And it does get here pretty efficiently. So you can also use the U.S. Postal Service, and you can find our mailing address at our blog, again, which is prophecyhour.com. Our program archives can also be found over there, so check them out. They're really smartphone-friendly. Forward them to your friends. That helps the ministry in a great way. And so I also want to thank our listener base out there. You know, we're being listened to all over the world, places like Iran. Can you imagine somebody in Iran listening to us? You know, um, 
Iran, Russia, Germany, all over the world, you know, and in cities across the United States, whether it's Plano, Texas, Houston, Texas, San Jose, California, you know, all of those places, New York City, New York, you know, those kind of places are listening to us. So I want to thank all you folks in each of your individual cities that are listening to us, and thank you for sharing our program with other people. Um, drop me an email once in a while and let me know what you think of the program. That's always uh, helpful. And uh, now, then, moving right along from that. Uh, so let's have a prayer, and then we will bring our guest on. But, oh, don't let me forget, I need to thank the listeners in Wichita, Kansas, and you folks in Wichita, Drop by and see what we do, because after all, we are in your city, and pray about supporting the Wichita Mission Church. Anyway, now prayer will bring on tonight's guest. Dear Heavenly Father, in Yeshua HaMashiach's name I pray. Father, I pray that radio tonight goes according to your will and not mine, and not necessarily our guest will, but your will, Father. And please give everyone out their ears and wish to hear the truth. So please, Father, in Yeshua HaMashiach's name, bless this program tonight. Amen and amen. Well, uh, Kenneth Updegrove of Archive Ministries has been on with us many times. And in the past, after hearing his interviews, people went to see the land that he has led. You see, as a ministry um, that he's in, well, he seems to be in a place of safety. At least Corey Timboom saw a vision of angels protecting the land. He says it's a place of refuge for the future. And I agree that it is. Um, and that is, if you're led to be there, don't go anyplace unless not don't go there because I told you to go there or Kenneth told you to go there, but because you have a relationship and you have been had an unction from the Holy Spirit from God to go there. That's when you do it, because otherwise we're not going to be safe. Um, in this time, we have to do what is prudent through the Spirit. Anyway, anyway, I've been reading this new book um, from Michael Snyder, and it's it's entitled The Rapture Verdict. A fitting title, as here was an, an attorney. You know, a lot of you may not have known that about Michael. He was an attorney before he got into um, well, the Lord. In fact, he will be on with us May 18th to talk about this book, which is a really must-read and a must-share book. If you want conclusive evidence of when the rapture happens or doesn't happen and what happens afterwards, um, then I, I think that you should really get the book. It would greatly in, interest you. Anyway, um, Ken sent me a link to a YouTube video of Michael on the Jim Baker show, uh, or program. Uh, shows are for entertainment. Programs are for learning. Um, the Jim Baker program with a line that said, the Lord had showed him the same things that he had showed Michael. And then it turns out both of what most men had been showed to them had, in fact, been what came out from David Wilkerson in 1973. So tonight I'm bringing Ken on to talk with us about these prophecies and how they're being fulfilled today, or in fact, are already fulfilled. So let's get Ken on. So welcome now, Kenneth Updegrove. Are you there with me, Ken? Yes, I am. Thank you very much, brother. Glad to be here. Well, amen. You know, it was just, uh, I hadn't even thought about, actually, I, like I think I told you, I was going to do this program about this tonight by myself, and you'd sent me those emails. I thought, well, it might be fun just to have Ken come on and make some comments, uh, nothing big, and you agreed, so I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. You're welcome. 
Okay. Well, first, I think so. We these people, the folks, know what we're, we're even talking about now, folks. While well, you can go to my blog uh, at prophecyhour.com and scroll down, I know I post a lot of things real quick because I post the, the breaking news. You will be able to find these prophecies. Anyway, I'm going to read. Through, I'm a pretty quick reader, so I'm going to read through most of these, and then uh, we're going to. Me and Ken are going to talk about it, or I'm going to get Ken to talk about it because he's got some really interesting comments on some of these. Anyway, Worldwide, this is David Wilkerson's Prophecy, 1973. Uh, worldwide recession caused by economic confusion. This is the first headline. At most, a few or more uh, fat, flourishing years, and then an economic recession is going to affect the lifestyle of a, every wage earner in the world. The world economist is going to be at a loss to explain what's happening, and it's going to start in Europe and spread to Japan and finally the United States. Well, um, I, well, I won't comment. I'll read them all, and then I'll, 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 I'll uh, we'll go back over them. Anyway, number two, there will be a move towards a worldwide unified monetary system. The U.S. dollar will be hit bad, and it will take years to recover. The, number three, the only real security will be in, a, in real estate until, well, it's somewhat larger state. At this point, apparent security will disappear. But let's just back up. Let's talk about this first one. There will be a move towards a worldwide United, unified monetary system. The U.S. dollar will be hit bad, and it will take years to recover. Um, you had a comment about that. <clears throat> yes, one of the things that I noticed in the book of Revelation is that uh, John said, or Jesus said, <clears throat> that uh, at the time of the second coming, they will be marrying, giving in marriage, uh, and uh, partying. <clears throat> and it, that seemed out of uh, context with, with uh, all of all the gloom and doom we're talking about. But what I'm seeing is that uh, the purpose of this whole thing in the first place is to bring down all econ all economies in the world, all currencies in the world in order to establish a one-world currency. He who controls the money controls the people, the, the nation, everything else. And uh, so then it will become uh, necessary, once this is done, uh, to restore the world economy. And, <clears throat> and uh, suddenly there will be prosperity and peace and, and uh, u unity like you wouldn't believe. And after a certain amount of time, once this has been established, this, uh, of course, is a speculation. This is my understanding. But uh, go, going on, um, mm -hmm. then come the contract. Once it's been established that, that this system is working and the people are into it and they're happy, then will come the time for the contract, for the sign of the beach. And so to me, this is the most dangerous time of all right. in all of this. Right. If we if we're not totally off the grid, unable to to uh, operate without having to buy or sell, and and just simply be once again self sufficient off the grid, right. working with other Christians in unity, uh, we will be in a very tough time. Well, we will be in a very tough time period anyhow. Yeah. But uh, you yeah. get the picture. It's a whole lot bigger than most people. Uh, we will dare to see. Right, right. I, 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 and I agree. I, I believe this is this has for sure already started. You can see the total roots of it. It hasn't totally evolved, 
And it can't totally evolve until there is uh, some sort of a mark of the beast or, or whatever, but you can see it evolving towards that. So now it's a time to get ready. This third one goes along, I think, goes along with that, and you do have comments on that also. This third one, folks, it's uh, David Wilkerson says, the only real security will be in real estate until a larger state at some point this apparent security will also disappear. But real estate, um, you made a comment about that. What do you think? Um, To me, the only real uh, secure investment will be real estate. Um, I wouldn't, uh, I'm dubious of gold, despite the fact everybody's advising it, because it has been confiscated in the past and therefore can in the future, despite all of the promises and all of the encouragement to buy uh, promises that they won't do it in the problem that we're so encouraged to buy gold. But to me, buying land and equipment on it so that uh, we can be off the grid, self-sufficient, and once again, working with um, intentional neighbors or community members, uh, the land is going to be the best investment. And a, a lot of major Millionaires and billionaires are also saying this and doing that. They're buying land. They have, they're going to have turnkey operation. They may not be living on the land until they have to, but they got somebody there that's got it operational, so all they got to do is just show up. If, right. if they actually time things well enough to do that. But uh, they know right. billionaires are moving out of the big cities by the thousands. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Uh, I, I, I've need, seen articles recently about about them moving out, of, uh, buying, you know, not, we don't exactly call them prepper things because some of, in some cases, they're almost resorts, but they are definitely moving out of the cities in huge numbers. And, you know, that's the elite, and the elite talk to other elite. So wouldn't you say that they're, they're the rats are running, don't you think? Yes, they're running and they know where to run. On that note, a lot of them are running to the Ozarks. Why? Because they know uh, from all of their inside information that this is, uh, relatively speaking, the safest place, certainly the United States and maybe in the world. I'm, once again, speaking opinion, but it's proving to be the opinion of thousands of people, including experts who make studies on where the safe places are, but uh, uh, not to get too far off subject, it is the times that we're coming into that we must understand what they are. We are on the very cusp of the tribulation period, and uh, if people don't see that uh, and aren't prepared for it, even the pre-trib rappers need to be prepared uh, for the time preceding that. and, of course, they're going to be terribly surprised and very yeah. disappointed and desperate when they find well, it wrong. Let me talk a second. Um, you know, that's absolutely – you know, once in a great while I even have a pre-trib rapture person on this program. Well, I do not believe in a pre-trib rapture, but what I, I want to address what you said, Ken. You know, we don't know. Now, while we sit here and we can see things taking hold – we have to remember that our concept of time is 
different than the fathers, you know. And what seems like he may take a little longer to do things to us, it seems like a long time. But to him, it's just a blink. Um, you know, a day is as a thousand years soon. Having said that, that means that, you know, while we're looking at some of these things coming to pass, you know, if let's say there is a pre-trib rapture. Well, you know what? Um, we don't know exactly how long it's going to be until the rapture, and I don't, or, or until uh, not the rapture, but until the tribulation actually is actually officially started, so to speak. So, but things aren't going to. I don't believe it's just going to so much as suddenly happen. I believe things are going to get worse and worse and worse. And you know, uh, look, if you're right in pre-trib rapture and you fly out of here, more power to you. But what if you're wrong? And your family's destitute and has no food, and you have no shelter. Because and look, yeah, Ken, you know what else is terrible about pre-trib rapture? It, a lot of people that, that do pre-trib rapture don't seem to get involved in ministry missions and great things because they're getting ready to leave at any time, and you know, so it's just not a very good deal. So here, I guess I'm going to plug the book again. The Rapture Verdict by um, Michael Snyder, and he'll be on with us the 18th to talk about it, but you really need to get into that. Um, Anyway, moving on just a a minute, I want to read a couple more of these, and we'll talk some more. But uh, here's some other parts of the prophecy of 1976 or 8 or whatever that was. Uh, Nature having labor pains. It says there will be major earthquakes, major famine, floods, hurricanes, tornadoes will increase in frequency. A new kind of cosmic storm appearing as fire in the sky. Well, I don't know about that one happened, but the other ones are sure happening. Uh, they're talking about the San Andres Fault is ready to snap and go right now, as well as other places. And then he goes on to say, a flood of filth and a baptism of dirt in America. This one, and I'm going to ask if you got any comments on this after I read this one, Ken. Topless men and women will appear on television, followed by full nudity. Well, that's happening. Adult X-rated movies will be shown on ca- on cable television. Happening. Young people will gather at homes to watch these kind of materials in groups. I would say it's happening, although none of my kids or I have been in one of those groups, of course. Sex and the occult will be mixed. Yes, that's happening. There will be a sept- This is the one. There will be an acceptance of homosexuality, and a church will even say that it is a God-given gift. Back to you, Ken. Yeah, we're, we are seeing much of that right now. <clears throat> the occult in church. Uh, my my wife testified about that to you uh, here just yeah. recently. Uh, that um, <clears throat> when she was just a teenager, she was introduced to that and uh, was too naive and too uh, un- inexperienced to understand what was going on at first. But the Lord spoke to her very directly. Uh, Oh, that the Lord may speak to all of those people, especially the young people that are, that are caught inadvertently, unexpectedly, well, innocently caught into these things and need to know that that is occult being mixed with it. Very often, so often, um, homosexuality, lesbianism, is mixed right into all that. The Bible promises that in the last days there will be a great falling away. And uh, I've noticed uh, I've seen the baptism of the Holy Spirit 50 years ago. I have seen a lot of churches and a lot of doctrinal groups and a lot of teachers that I've followed years ago fall more and more away from the teaching that they taught back then, which was a whole lot sounder than it is right. now. Right. Absolutely. 
uh, in our youth, and, and I bet you're willing to go along with this statement, in our youth, I never thought it was, you know, even though the Bible said that these things would come out at the end times, you know, I, in my youth, never thought that I would see this blanket acceptance of homosexuality, let alone by the church. And let me say this about the church. This number four, there will be acceptance of homosexuality, and the church will even say it's a God-given gift. Now, I don't know if they're actually saying it's a God-given gift because I haven't been in there to hear them. But what I do know is in Wichita, Kansas, they are broadly accepting it that in fact, they were go- they had people traveling around to the churches in Wichita, um, wanting to know if the church was going to be on board with gay marriage and so on and so forth. Because I talked to one of the individuals that were doing the survey, and you know, most of the churches that he had been to were all in acceptance of it and were willing to go along with it. And you know, I think that while maybe the pastors might, maybe they didn't agree with them, but. Maybe they are. They're doing it, I think, out of money. You know, they don't want to. They don't preach against these things because they're afraid of losing their people that come. Uh, you know, that come to church because they can go down the street uh, and listen to a, a minister that's not going to preach against their particular sin. In fact, folks, if you want a good program about this, Carl, I pulled Carl Gallup's string in the first program today, and he really went off about it with some very good important information, and that program will be in the radio archives about 9 o'clock tonight. But uh, and that's just really sad about uh, about the church. What do you think, Kim? we got about two minutes before break. Uh, we're, we're, the things that we that Wilkerson saw that we haven't seen yet, I'm sure we will. We just haven't seen them yet, or at least you and I haven't. It might be right. out there. But uh, if we are coming in to the times that you and I are talking about, the tribulation period, within, and as you were saying, I wanted to expand on that, as we, the society in the United States and the world has been declining uh, for 50 years or more, and uh, we might, that, that decline will just continue right into the tribulation. It would, might well be that most of us won't even know that we're in the tribulation. We might be into it two or three days or weeks or whatever, before it suddenly strikes us. You know what? We're in the tribulation period. Yeah, I agree. I wholeheartedly yeah. agree. Um, it, it, it's kind of like, you know, you're being slow-boiled, you know what I mean? You know, you don't notice it until the water gets really hot, you know, and then maybe it's too late. You know, they use that old cliche about a frog, but I don't know if that experiment actually works because I've never tried to boil a frog. But... <laughs> <laughs> and of all things, you know, I don't know. I'm not a frog boiler, you know. I could, I'm a frog boiler from way back. But uh, anyway, but but you're so right, Ken. We we really won't know because you know. Here's part of the problem is because most people, even though they have seen all this, there's so much information out there that people really exist in a little bubble. And that's the bubble of what they see right directly around them and what affects that bubble directly around them. And until something affects their bubble and it bursts, then a lot of people will just sit there blindly. Well, Ken, why don't you tell them where your website's at, and we'll, we'll go take a break and come back. All right. Arkhaven.org, A-R-K-H-A-V-E-N.org. And, and I advise you to go, go to the button that says Community in order to see the section of my website that's on the subject that we're talking about tonight. 
Yeah, amen. Uh, I'm looking at your website right now, and right dead in the middle, straight down under Harkhaven Ministries, is a link called The Coming Financial Holocaust, and uh, uh, it has David Wilkerson listed there. And if you folks don't know who David Wilkerson is, have you ever heard of a movie called The Cross and the Switchblade? You ought to look Google and look that up and see who, just who he was. He was a really um, godly man. Anyway, we'll be back in three minutes. Dan will be right back. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Pandemics will be a part of our future. The question is, how do we protect ourselves? Are you willing to put your trust in untested vaccine, hoping it kills mutating viruses? Remember, in 1976, health officials tried to inoculate Americans with swine flu, and there was a 300% death rate for those inoculated, and millions were paid out in damages. God gave you a sophisticated immune system, and in times of need, you can make it 10 times stronger. So there's no need to panic. Just get prepared. Call Apothecary Herbs to order your upgraded pandemic kit. You will have eight professional strength formulas offering broad-spectrum immune-boosting protection. Take a stand. Have a plan. Have peace and request your pandemic kit today. Call Apothecary Herbs toll-free, 866-229-3663, or online, thepowerherbs.com. That's 866-229-3663, or thepowerherbs.com.
UtahHomeless.com or simply call 316-619-4886. American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. This is Pastor Dan Catlin, and you're listening to Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour on the American Voice Radio Network. Well, folks, please remember to pray about a donation for our work with the homeless and poor from our missing church in Wichita, Kansas. You know, we're in one of the worst parts of the city, you know, and, and you know, there's danger all around us. I mean, you know, there's drugs being sold down this, this right down the alley in huge quantities. Or DEA has rented a house, you know, in the neighborhood. I better not say where because lest some drug pusher hear it and run. I don't know. But the point is, is there's so much violence and things going on there. But isn't that where we should be? Isn't that where the man of God should be, is there to help the sinners and to help those? That, there's people that are stuck there that are believers in Messiah, and you wouldn't believe the great faith some of those folks have. But just because they're poor doesn't mean they don't have Yeshua. In fact, you know, it's it's easier for a poor man to get to the father than it is for a rich man. And we know that from the Bible. But, you know, we're there to help them because the father appointed us to help them. You know, I used to think there were other ways to do my ministry, you know, and, and uh, when I did my, I, had a, I was building a congregation, you know, and when the father kept me up all night long and told me to take care of the people and feed the poor, when it came about, and I told the people that were coming to our uh, mission, or well, it wasn't a mission church then, coming to our ministry there, our church, Messiah's Branch, you know, the train in the background. Anyway, uh, coming to the church, they left. They didn't want nothing to do with the poor and the home. That wasn't what the vision that they saw for Messiah's Branch and where it was going, but it wasn't for them. The the vision for Messiah's Branch has always been whatever the Father wanted us to do because we want to serve him. And so that's what we're doing. We're serving him, you know, and it's really hard, you know. I don't mind the hardness of it, but, you know, that's the way it is. But I'm not looking for a reward. I'm not even looking for a reward in heaven. What I'm looking for is by doing what I do, I serve people, and by serving people, I get to serve the Father and His Son, of course. I'm so joyful for His Son that He changed me and saved me from the person that I was and made me the person that I am. I, I, I Give me a broom, I'll sweep up the kingdom of heaven. That's all I need. I don't need anything else. So when we ask for funds, we're asking for the mission church. We really do need your help because... 
People look at us as a bunch of weirdos. You know, uh, in Kansas, there is a there's a few Messianic places around, but not much. If you go up to most Kansas and say, hey, what's Messianic mean? You know, Messianic Christian or what's Hebrew roots? Most of them will go, what are you talking about? They don't have any clue. And so, therefore, they brand us as weirdos. People come looking for food, clothing, first aid, over-the-counter medications, blankets, Bible, the gospel, many miracle prayers. You name it, they come look at it. You know, and so we do this for them. So can, pray about helping us out. This is, we have no set guidelines from people. People walk in the door. They ask for what they need. If I have what they need and I feel led, I give them what they need. You know, and there are certain things that people can walk in the door and anybody can get them. You know, food, uh, clothing, um, access to telephone, prayers, all those things they can get just by walking in the door. But anyway, we are the last hope for so many. And, folks, we are responsible to care one for another, as we are a brother's keeper. No, All donations, no matter what size, helps. And the Father notices all donations that come from where? Your heart. So pray about it. Um, you can find all this information at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. And if not, you can call me and we'll talk about it. Anyway, Enough of me talking, and now we're back with Kenneth Uptegrove, and we're talking about David Wilkerson's prophecies that are coming true now that he gave in the 70s. Are you still with me, Ken? Ken, are you still there? Hello? Hello. Yeah, I thought maybe I lost you there, brother. Well, I was here all the time. Oh, well, I I asked you if you was there, and you didn't respond. Uh, I didn't hear a thing. Oh, uh, well, who knows? Maybe uh, I love live radio. You never can tell what's going to happen. Something electronic could happen or anything. But I've got you now, so that's no problem. We're, um, we're just back from break. Anyway, uh, we're back to these prophecies. I think uh, uh, we're down to uh, rebellion in the home. You know, we just got through talking about sex and, and the church, you know, being an acceptance of it. But uh, I'll move. I'll read a couple more, and then we'll talk again. Anyway, the next one down on my list is rebellion in the home. And uh, David Wilkerson said, I see the new number one youth problem in America as a world as hatred towards parents. Would I really see that? And the Bible predicts that that children would turn against their parents, and I see that happen right now. And then uh, the next one, he says, a persecution madness against truly spirit-filled Christians who love Jesus Christ. He says, there will arise a world church consisting of a union between liberal economic, I can't even pronounce that, Protestants and Roman Catholic Church using Christ in name only. Now, I know you got a comment about that, Ken. Oh, yes. uh, We are definitely seeing that. uh, Even some Charismatics and Pentecostals are uh, becoming, uh, actually going to the Pope and wanting unity. And uh, this is so contradictory. Contrary to scripture, that it um, and history uh, just absolutely uh, flabbergasts me. I would like so much to yeah. sit down and give a little history lesson to uh, to them. Uh, it's just um, when you see them standing with the Pope and actually having, uh, you know, actually kissing his ring and so on. Uh, this is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you you catch me off guard. I just, okay, well, uh, let me throw something in. Uh, you, you brought up to me um, 
about uh, some of the people like the Pentecostals, such as Kenneth Copeland and, and others are already doing this. I know a lot of the TV evangelists, and let alone the Pope himself, they're being overly inviting. They're, they're inviting people of all religions to come with their under just one word, and that's love, to come with them under love and to unite with them. And, you know, they, and then the Pope goes so far as to say, well, it's all, all the same God. You know, Ken, didn't our Bible, did they forget that our Bible says that there's only one way to through the Father, and that's through the Son? Isn't that correct? Yes, but you've got to understand that in Catholic thinking, the Pope is Jesus. Jesus incarnate. I, I just sent out an email today, if I can find it real quick, like, uh, where I uh, uh, sent out this picture of, oh, goodness, if I can find it, I'm not going to find it fast enough here, uh, but it shows a picture of Pope Pius uh, in the early 1900s uh, saying that, that he was Jesus. Um, that, and the, that that really throws Christians, but the, the title uh, the Pope is the Vicar of Christ, Christ incarnate, very Christ. The Catholic right. Jesus came in 70 A.D. Well, if he came in 70 A.D., where is he? Well, he resides in the reigning Pope. Um, so this is Catholic thinking, and he is to be the uh, by their thinking, he is to be the head of the of uh, the Church over the world. So that's why he brings all of these other religious leaders from all the religions of the world, so long as they will recognize the Pope as head of their religion, uh, then they are accepted. So talk about a one-world religion. Uh, Catholicism is it because it receives all religions and all gods and all philosophies uh, uh, so long as they submit to the Pope. Right, right. Absolutely, um, and uh, it, it's in all their their dogma that uh, um, that the Pope uh, is is divine. He is Christ on earth. So anything he can change anything in the Bible, and clearly has. Just like you know, if you look at the the Ten Commandments uh, from uh, the Catholic version, they've taken the, the the commandment that says that they shut out shall not make any graven images completely gone. And uh, they moved the rest of them around, and they split the last commandment um, to where they've still got ten. But uh, clearly, he says, and they openly admit it, that, that he has the right to do this, because he is Christ on earth. So we do already have an Antichrist here, because he claims that he can change Christ's word. And we know, as believers... That, that is just not possible. We cannot change the, the Word of God. Another prime example is, is that uh, they openly say, in fact, there was a, a big dialogue going on in the late 1800s um, between uh, the Catholics and Protestants. In fact, a couple of places it was even worse. But um, the Catholics were laughing at the Protestants. They said, uh, the fact that Protestants claim to go by the Bible and the Bible only is inherently wrong. They do not. The fact that they keep Sunday worship is proof positive that they follow the Pope and not the Bible, because there is no place in the Bible that changes the Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday. And they say that. That's in their dogma. If you look in, uh, if you look in uh, their catechism, it plainly says that 
the it says which day is the Sabbath day, and it says this seventh day is the Sabbath day, and it says, well, why do we worship on the first day of the week? Because and then it says because the Pope changed it to worship on the first day of the week, not the Bible, but the Pope. And so on if Sunday, we so back to you, S O N, not S U N. I mean the other way around. Yes, right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, they they worship on Sunday, the the Sun God Day, not the Son of God Day. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's just history. That's just church history. And Shabbat means Sabbath, which uh, means Saturday. And so there's just no uh, all scholars know that, but uh, and most of these Sunday meeting churches know that they're just so stuck in tradition that. Uh, uh, and the American lifestyle that uh, hard to for them to break from it. Uh, they would lose their congregation if they were to do that. Right, because right. Saturday's their day off. And that's the day to go fishing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, it, it's still the same. And you know, in fact, the father said that he'd know his people by that kept by those who kept his Sabbath. But so you know, we are seeing. Uh, uh, a lot of these things. I'll go back into a, a few other ones. Um, it says there will be a Christ hate movement. I see that going on right in the United States right now. It says there will be a spiritual awakening behind the iron and the bamboo curtains. Well, I know I know Russia. There is a lot of believers in Russia, but the bamboo curtains talk about China, and, and I brought it up in the last hour. Um, in 2030, there will be uh, more Christians in China, then there will be in the United States or any other place in the world. That's definitely coming true. What do you think about that? Yeah, so we're hearing reports that the United States needs to have missionaries sent to us because we need the gospel again. Uh, We're hearing reports coming out of Iran that there's a huge move of God going on there, that Jesus is appearing to Iranians and bringing them to himself. There's a huge... uh, revival going on there. So uh, it's a a lesson to be learned that that history shows that persecution brings the gospel, and not until there's persecution will there be a real strong gospel message. And so in that respect, uh, when we go into the tribulation, we're going to see... uh, (laughs) people coming to the Lord, that's going to take that to bring the church back to God and, uh, and the lost to, to Jesus. Yeah, amen. Hard lesson, what, but that the, the history says that, so what can you say? Yeah, well, you know, uh, it, it's a, I hear people all the way, you know, a lot of people talk, and a lot of people come on this program and say, they'll say, well, Pastor Dan, you know that um, when the tribulation hits, and at least they're believing in the tribulation, but they say when the tribulation hits, it's going to be all like the book of Acts all over again, and that it, we're going to have so many people coming to the Lord and see so many miracles. But Ken, you said the thing that's going to cause that. They're, they're leaving out the part that it's because of that intense persecution. People are going to be driven back to believe because that's all they're going to have is their faith. And But faith, uh, I mean, you know, that's where faith comes from, you know. I mean, being in dire situations. It's just like they say, there's no atheist in the foxhole, you know. 
yeah. that somebody that's in trouble will call out to God. It's just that they don't seem to remember after the Father delivers them. What do you think? Yes, we're in that time. We're in that time when uh, it's going to take desperation. Uh, I see, first off, a huge um, calamity in the church when the crash comes and the people realize that we're in the tribulation or deeply suspect it, certainly in tribulation, whether in the seven-year uh, one or not. Um, for 2,000 years, the church has gone through tribulation after tribulation after tribulation. It just haven't been to the official 70 weeks of Daniel one yet. And in every one of them, uh, first there was a falling away and then um, then coming to the Lord with a purity and, and humility and repentance like ever before. So this is, once again, a hard lesson from history. And the, the, the church well, in America needs this, if you will, to return us to Christ it, uh, and to solid doctrine, pure Bible doctrine. It's, uh, it is a sign of the time. And if, you, if you don't mind, I would sure like to go back to, uh, to uh, Michael Snyder and, and his. Sure, you know, sure. Sure, we got plenty of time. We've got about seven okay. minutes. Okay, I was just wanting real bad to say that the Lord showed me verbatim but he showed Michael Snyder way back in 1974. It's just uh, this book is such a delight to me. I want to get a copy of it because um, it's a, he is reiterating, I guess, confirmation to what I was told so many, many years ago. But uh, the Lord is showing this to others as well. It's not just him and me, but uh, to many others as well. And so... What I'm looking forward to you really uh, promoting that book. And I like I say I want to get a copy. And you are interviewing him is very encouraging to me. Glad that your audience will get to hear this. Yeah. Um, I, well, I know Michael. I have known Michael um, when he, he first started writing the economic collapse blog. Um, I stumbled across it and started posting some of his stuff. And he wasn't appearing on radio or any of that stuff. Um, and I asked him to be on radio with me and talk about his, uh, you know, his website and his first book. And so we've been building a, a relationship for a while. And he'll even say it on the air. You know, he's a he's a supporter of our ministries. You know, and and uh, so I, I've known him for some time. And I'm and what I like about Michael is is you know I mean compared to all these other guys, we're a small radio program, of course. But um, you know, he's one of these people that remembers us. You know what I'm saying? He's out here appearing on all these big programs and everything, but he remembers us and he still will come back and talk, you know, because we're friends. And so mm -hmm. um, the book, uh, let me tell you, brother, uh, Ken, uh, uh, I really have been enjoying the book. I usually speed read most of the books that people send me, you know, if I read them all the way or not. Um, but his book, I have, I have been spending a lot of time on it, and uh, I, I, it's great. You know, I, I'm praying. I, if I could come up with 100 copies, I could think of 100 people to give them away to, you know. Um, but uh, it, it is a, a really good book, and uh, uh, and he'll be on uh, May 18th, or May 19th, rather, May 19th, uh, Prophecy Hour, well, the 7 o'clock program to talk about it. Uh, 
So what what do you see? You say that uh, you agree with him for the folks. What is it that uh, you he's seen that you're seeing or have seen? Uh, uh, give us an example. Well, literally verbatim, uh, just amazing. The Lord, uh, well, let's back up just a little bit and make it real quick, though. In 1974, my pastor was teaching that we all had a ministry. Well, that was news to me, so I was out every night praying, Lord, show me my ministry, reveal my ministry to me. And uh, one night he did. And I was totally caught off guard. (laughs) But he said that the time was coming when there would be an economic crash uh, that was uh, far surpassed even the depression of the 30s. But it would be more than an economic crash. It would be a social, economic, and political crash that the United States and the world would be in total crisis and that his church would be totally unprepared for it. And these people would be turning to their pastors and say, Why didn't you tell us? Why haven't you lied to us? Here we are in terrible times and you didn't say anything about it. And there, Many of them will fall away from the church. They'll fall away from Christ because they felt that Jesus lied to them. I don't see this. You know, they were told. And yeah. so this is exactly what um, Brother Michael said that the Lord showed him. Yeah, amen. So, uh, our first duty would be to warn, but nobody's very few are going to listen. I must say that thousands have. But uh, there's still a remnant, a very small number. So many uh, are not going to see it until the crash comes. And right. that is so pitiful. Well, because the that's the way people are. They tend to work in that little bubble they got going on for themselves. You know what I'm saying? And until their bubble is burst, so to speak, then, you know, they just ignore it. Um, I want to throw these last few in just real, real quick because we only got a few minutes left. But... Um, because these are so important. Um, Wilkerson also said, beyond the fact that we said there will be a wave of riots, we've been seeing that. And there's more that will probably come this year from Soros, and you made that comment. But there will be a fall in moral conduct. If you can't see that, I don't. you folks are blind. There will be a new drug that will be popular with teenagers, will break down resistance and encourage sexual activity. Drugs are going crazy with young people, and there are some new ones out there, too. Um, Homosexual, here's one, the two that I wanted to really point out. Homosexual and lesbian ministers will be ordained and they will be heralded as a new breed of pioneer. Now, these are, this has already happened. The Catholic Church has them, regular churches have them. And when David Wilkerson said this back in the 70s, that was unheard of. Most people, you'd say that to them, they'd have laughed in his, their face or whatever, but. Um, you know, that's happening right now. What do you think, Ken? We've got about three minutes. Yeah, so <clears throat> once again, we're in that time. We're going to see society fall apart. We're going to see the church uh, fall apart more and more. <clears throat> and the remnant will be smaller and smaller. Um, it, will, it is a time for the church to wake up. Uh, it, they just laugh at or scoff at you and me and people like us. But more and more, they will begin to see it, and uh, us being brave and and uh, and courageous, and just continuing to give the warning. Uh, eventually, some of them will see it, and they will know that they were warned, 
And um, then they will, they might turn to us, but more importantly, they will turn to Christ. Lord, forgive me. Lord, show me what to do now, where to go, what to do. This will be a good time for Christians to really know the voice of God when he speaks to them and be obedient to it and go where he tells them to go and do what he tells them to do. We may wind up being living by miracles alone, but uh, the more we're ready for it, the less likely we are to be in right. dire situations and actually die um, right. or get killed. Uh, one thing what you were saying there, that last morning, uh, that's the riots coming. Uh, a lot of the millionaires and billionaires see those riots coming and um, do not want to be in harm's way. So they have the wisdom to see harm coming and prepare for that time and, and be in a safe place. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, um, and the uh, the Ozark, I really keep being, you know, I really feel it in my spirit that the, the whole reason that I'm talking with you and I keep having you back on is I want to keep pointing people to this place uh, where you live at. Not, you know, there's lots of property there, but, you know, they need they need to go down and I, I suggest that they get a hold of you and come down there for a tour and look around because, you know, folks, you really need to get out of the cities. At the least, I'm advising you move to a rural community to be at least one hour at the minimum away from any major city um, because it's when the, when things get real bad, all of a sudden all those bad, you know there's criminals in the big cities anyway. You think they're all of a sudden going to be saved individuals and they're going to be doing good things? Anyway, well, we got to go, Ken. Time has flew. Uh, why don't you give your website one more time? I'm going to have to say goodbye. Okay, arkhaven.org, A-R-K-H-A-D-E-N-B-O-R-G. Uh, I do advertise land for peppers, and over 50 of them have visited me over the, the years, so I'm welcome to yeah, these people. Come and see okay. me. Amen. Uh, I suggest you do. And tell your wife I'm going to have her back on. Uh, soon. Uh, uh, I'm hoping maybe she can tell us about some of these things that we've been talking about. I really enjoyed having her, and she sent me a wonderful picture of you and her, and so I know who I'm talking to now, and, and uh, you make you look like a really good couple, so you be blessed, brother. Right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Well, folks, that's uh, Ken from Arcaven Ministries. These things that David Wilkerson have come through. You go look for them yourself. Um, you contact me, I'll give you a link. Or if you go to prophecyhour.com, I did post them earlier today, and it, you might have to scroll down to the bottom and hit older posts, but you'll find them. Really pray about supporting Wichita Mission Church when you hear this. We do need your help. And so pray about it, please. Um, in the meantime, remember, there is only one God, and that's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he is uh, that's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His son is Yeshua HaMashiach. He gave his life for repentant sins. He rose after three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through him, and only through him, is the way to the Father. I'm sorry, folks. I kind of got sidetracked. That train is very distracting. But remember, always, always, always being the blessing to others. That really counts. Anyway, Lord our God, Father, King of the Universe, Asking you, show how much she is named that the Father blesses and keeps you, and his face shines upon you, and his grace is to you, and gives you peace like no one or nothing else can. Until next Thursday, this is Pastor Dan saying goodbye and shalom. Mm-hmm.
You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Tune in next time for Messiah's Branch. ID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. The ancient Greeks thought time or provided strength. Indeed, the chemical compounds of thyme contain antioxidants, an effective germicide that kills whooping cough bacteria and makes breathing easier. Just imagine what you can do with thyme herb when it comes to respiratory ailments like croup, pneumonia, asthma, and sinusitis. The extra benefit of thyme herb is that it soothes the nerves and stops spasmodic coughing, so you can get some rest. Who says you don't have time to take care of yourself? Call Apothecary Herbs toll-free for time, tincture, and tea to soothe your cough and get some rest. 866-229-3663. That's 866-229-3663. International, 704-875-8010. Or online at thepowerherbs.com. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to 
cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. audience. And then John Tanaguti should be calling from some hostel somewhere. John, are you there? Yes, he is, and he's extending his greetings to all the audience. Hello, everyone. And by the way, it is Cinco de Mayo, and we went out to a Mexican restaurant, and we had a three-hour wait. Can you believe it? Not me. (laughs) Well, if, if you knew what Cinco de Mayo meant, you wouldn't wait in line. 
Oh, is that how it works? That's what I was told. Yeah, well, it didn't work for us. Nothing works. Yeah. We went... now, now, anyway, so... we have, I believe that we have two other guests as well. Uh, Phil Thomas from Atlanta, who is the, uh, the new Marvel comic book character, Iodine Man. Phil, are you there? Mm, okay, maybe not that yet. Not yet. And then from uh, Sedona is uh, a nefarious character, I, I'm told, from, uh, his name is Arcturus Ra. We actually, his name is Rene. But, um, you know, are you there? You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to find a new booking agent. <laughs> I'm looking for some work. Pardon? <laughs> I'm looking for a job. You're looking for a job? <laughs> well, you know, the the fact that they, they haven't... Oh, okay. Um, I got an email from... Uh, from Mark Soros, let's see what he has to say. Um, Corinna, let's see. Got it. Okay, that means he'll be calling us. Um, okay, and then uh, Mr. Iodine Man is a guy who's been studying iodine in, in, uh, for a long time on the East Coast and is not Edgar Casey. I don't want anybody to think he's Edgar Casey because Edgar Casey is dead, <laughs> and the guy who's impersonating Edgar Casey is doing a fine job, so Phil doesn't have to do that. So I know I, I know that when we get a hold of Phil, that Frank will say, I got a hold of Phil. I will say, okay. But in the meantime, in the meantime, there's a, there's a very interesting um, phrase that's come up in a number of different areas. Um, Sherry Atkinson mentioned it on an interview with a bunch of people who were involved with the movie Vaxxed. And then, uh, hello, who's that? Hello? I heard a, yeah. a new... Who's there? Who's that? What's going on? Who speaketh? <laughs> I mean, Come forward and present your, your colors. Who speaketh? Okay, I'll keep going. Um, so Bill Nye, you know, has used this settled by science. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson has said it's settled by science. And what we've learned most recently is science is really good about lying. <laughs> Let's settle that one by a lie. We'll lie about that one. You know, vaccines don't hurt nobody, nobody whatsoever, and there is no climate problem. There's, you know, we're not putting anything in the air, so there's no climate problem. We, and, and going out and hugging trees is offensive to the trees. Don't hug the trees. <laughs> you know, uh, yes. It just dawned on me. I'm thinking the 5th of May, Cinco de Mayo. Do you know what the background is? Uh, you can satisfy my curiosity. Why are we celebrating Cinco de Mayo? Do you have any clue? Oh, I don't. Well, I, Adam knows. Adam knows because yeah. he used to be a Latino. I believe it's freedom in Mexico. Isn't it Independence Day? Or am I... No, you're correct. It really yeah. is. It is. You know, and yeah, so when I go down to Mexico on the Fourth of July, they don't they don't raise a fuckus or a ruckus at all. Yeah, but they've had some communist governments there, you know, with Zapata and what have you. So I'd be curious. So anybody knows? 
Well, the uh, uh, you know those who have access to their uh, Doctor Google, they can look it up and tell us in a heartbeat. But we who are on the on the radio station, entertaining these people with our wit and wisdom, we don't have time to do that. I just looked it up. It's the battle. <laughs> <laughs> Inform us. What you know? Is it really just the other nickel of ten cents, Cinco de Mayo, or is it really something else? It is the winning of the Battle of Puebla on May fifth, eighteen sixty-two, under the leadership uh-huh. of General Ignacio Zaragoza. Oh, I love that man. I, oh, I didn't even hear know him before. I loved, but I love that word. Zaragoza. They kicked the French out of Mexico, basically. Oh, what was it? Yeah, what were the French doing down there? Oh, trying to invade. They wanted. They figured that the America or the United States, rather, had control over the entire hemisphere, so they wanted their little piece of the action. Oh, how French! <laughs> uh, that means it's very French. They just want a piece of the action. They don't want the whole action. Putin wants the whole action. Uh, Obama's trying to figure out how to do the whole action before he leaves, and Hillary's already got the whole action sold. <laughs> well, wait a minute. The reality is that Obama is not going to leave because he's going to have a false flag and martial law is going to be enacted. So he's not going to leave. And, you know, do you know how many hardened rednecks in Utah are just waiting for that to happen? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're just saying, oh, I hope I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it. I got everything cleaned up, got all the rounds, you know, covered with that acid you're supposed to go shoot with people. You know, and the. Boys will go to war for any stupid reason they can contrive of, because they're getting they're getting nagged at home. I predict that Obama doesn't have the power to do that, and we're in trouble. Whether Hillary or Trump gets elected, we're in for big trouble. Absolutely. Yeah, but Hillary's not going to get elected. Why do you think uh, John's been spending all this time in Benghazi? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, there's there's a point in time when all of your evil deeds catch up with you. And, uh, you know, and and some people think they can just keep going past the evil deeds. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. A a good friend of mine a long time ago was a guy named Al Capone. Oh, he didn't think he had to pay his taxes. He said, I don't have to pay my taxes. You know, I'm an Italian. I don't have to pay my taxes. What his reason was, by the way, is that Roosevelt gets away with it and the Kennedys do. <laughs> so why not him? Yeah, I mean, he was interested. Yeah. Forget that he was a nicer family man than either of the other two, also. Yeah, well, it didn't work. You know, the uh, one, of, one of the things that's clever about the Eastern Europeans and the Orientals that we're not too good about, and, you know, and Richard can give you an idea. We think our older folks are a waste of territory. You know? I mean, they're, they're just taking up space. And, you know, and, and the number of people I talk to who've been told that by doctors of great renown, you know, why are you taking up space? Well, who's who, who's got who, who who has that right of opinion? That's like our death panels. Well, you know, you're just taking up space. We're going to just zap you right here. Um, no, Obama doesn't have that power. Nor does the, nor does the Congress. 
uh, you know, I, this is this is probably the most disheveled Congress I have ever seen, and I, I pay a little bit of attention to the Congress. You know, we've got we've got people saying they wouldn't support the Republican nominee if even if it was God. I mean, I think that was what Ron Paul said. Uh, I could have made that up. It's okay. Um, you know, the, the the Speaker of the House, forgive me, is an idiot. Uh, I'm not a good judge of character, but you know, he's just an idiot. He's he's like uh, that fellow who was running that uh, Cruz fellow. Slimy. Oh, how could anybody even want to talk to that slime ball? You know, but some of us think that uh, Donald can pull it off. John thinks that Hillary will sneak in at, at night and replace Ivana with herself, and now we'll have the Trump Hillary presidency. Well, you know, Ivana, I don't know, Melina, I don't think I'd take her on. I think she can kick uh, Trump, uh, Hillary's butt. Quite frankly. All with the powers to be. Hey, by the way, uh, Patrick, just one little insertion here. Earlier I had referred to, or I mentioned Zapata, who was a communist revolutionary in Mexico. And it's interesting, when you look at uh, George Bush Sr., when he graduated Yale, he founded the Zapata Oil Company. And interestingly enough, uh, the last mention I'm going to make is that during the Bay of Pigs invasion, there were two ships supporting the freedom fighters. And one was named Barbara, and the other name was Zapata. And that's factual. How come Zapata died before the communists were formed? Well, maybe I'm mistaken, but I thought he was communist revolutionary. He died in 1919, and he wanted freedom from fascist government. Any kind. Hmm. Yep. You know, before before we got involved with the uh, the Alamo, uh, the, the the country of Spain was not necessarily very kind to its friends in Latin America. You know, we, we have run Mexico for a long time. In fact, the syndicate also did. They actually bribed the government to legalize gambling so Vegas would take off after uh, after Cuba. Well, you know, here's the deal. Um if Governor Brown is willing to uh, sacrifice his schools and his school funding to try to mandate vaccines, well, that's his call. He's the governor. He can do what he wants. Why, why, would, a, why would a governor of the state of California threaten to take away maybe the worst educational system in the western United States over a threat of vaccines? How many California kids are going to Berkeley? How many California kids are going to Stanford? None. Well, Governor Brown, you do what you want to do now. You 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 sell those vaccines you've already purchased. You just have a good time, you know. But when 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 the Lord knocks you down and blinds you on the road to Damascus, maybe you'll understand that we don't like that. Was that was that good and dramatic? <laughs> <laughs> hey, next week we're going to have, uh, and you can look him up. His, his name is Corky. Uh, I want to do it right. Tread Kill. And he's a young kid out of uh, Nashville that sings really well. And we're going to have him on the show to see if we can't put this song about sulfur together right on the show. 
I mean, like real time. It's like when the Beatles did uh, I Want to Hold Your Hand, you know, in the basement of some bar in Berlin. Uh, also, we've got a sale on the 9 million bicycles in, in Beijing. Evidently, the Chinese don't want to ride them anymore. They want to drive cars. Can I get can I get a bid on some of those bicycles? Mm-hmm. See, um, what's becoming totally apparent to me uh, with this show and with a chance to communicate with other people is the lies we have been told, though horrendous they may be, and though we have fallen for them, are falling apart. You know, if if I were a scientist working at the FDA or the CDC, I'd be looking for a job in the private sector real bad because there's just a chance that maybe we'll hang your ass for the evil you've done in the name of the government. I don't like chemists. Did anybody ever get that idea? Have I ever made that sort of comment that I really don't like chemists? I don't care what kind of chemists they are. I don't like chemists. It's a religion. Well, it is a religion. You know, it's a religion of man's ability to play alchemy. Uh, you know, they, I, I ran across a book, The History of the Alchemists, and this is a 900-page soft-bound book. <laughs> Interesting book. And, you know, and it's, it's, uh, we, some of us are just not willing to accept what God dealt for us. And we're most assuredly not happy with our neighbor who's got more, so we have to do everything in our power to undermine him. I mean, what a funny way to approach life. You know, in competition with everyone? No, you know. We're also, the, uh, uh, we're starting a consortium to buy all of the Arthur Murray Dance Studios in the United States and, uh, and refurb them and uh, have provide uh, transportation to the dance hall. And, uh, and and bouncers that don't look like Godzilla, and uh, and you know music all night long, dancing all night long. How about that? You don't even have to have a dime for a card. Now, just because our guests are here doesn't mean you guys can't talk. Well, one thing uh, <laughs> you mentioned earlier, my thoughts were: Is there anyone besides me that believes that the uh, the powers to be are going to use vaccines as a vehicle? to depopulate the uh, country, is that? Oh, this is obvious. I mean, they've already depopulated probably uh, 100 million people throughout the world. They give them to kill the person. You get, uh, you're get you given a poison, it'll kill you within 10 to 20 years. And that's right. so slow that, that it's never connected back to the cause. But it's very profitable. It's just it's the powers of be are just poisoning the population and everyone seems so passive anymore. They sit and they watch T V all day and they, they don't know what's going on. That's why there's no objection. Of course my take in is that it's fish oil. As strange <clears throat> as that sounds. Well, no, every time I hear someone talking about they take fish oil, I want to raise my hand and say, hey, look, Adam says that's not a good idea. <laughs> what is all fish oil being made by? By biotech companies now. And they're giving it to babies. They're giving a combination of fungus, artificial, uh, 
ALA, excuse me, ARE, the uh, arachidonic acid, combined with DHA from seaweed, but they don't have the proper seaweed, so they have raised it biotech and then applied bacteria that are biotech also as a double biotech form, and that's from NASA. This is a government agency that gave control of Martech Corporation and the Ames Research Society, and they have got everybody to take fish oil. The, the business expands every year. It's already over a billion dollars in the United States alone, and they mean worldwide domination now that a Dutch company has bought Martech. Well, Adam, in what form are they giving it to children? I mean, uh, in uh, formula just... called Formulade. Look up Formulade, and you'll see. And if you track it back, you'll find where it comes from. It's a NASA spinoff. What is the government doing that in the first place? Because they've got little boys playing. Yeah, they've got little boys playing with their chemistry sets, and with the idea that well, it doesn't matter if it kills somebody or makes a kid, you know, go lost in his own mind. It's fun. It's and fun. The corporations are joined. Like, who delivers the U.S. mail by plane? Is that a government fleet or is that corporations? They're in cahoots for all of these projects. There's no difference between corporate America and government socialist America. They're the same people, only they've got it arranged for good cop, bad cop. Well, and they wear nicer clothes. <laughs> you know, they wear they really wear those. Oh, and they wear those ties and those three-piece things, and they get their they get their eyelashes plucked. Uh, sometimes they even get their pubic hair dyed. You know, it's it's privilege. Now, but here's the privilege that they don't understand. We have the privilege. We have the responsibility to say no. The most if powerful. You're informed, if you're yeah, informed. Yeah, the most powerful. Yeah. Yeah, you can most, say no. Uh, well, the first amendment says I can always say no. Here's an, here's an example, and Patrick, if I may. And Adam, you brought this up several shows ago, and I did a little research on that. You found out that uh, it's in, a, in dog food and in, in animals, dogs and cats are succumbing to this. And I, I mentioned it to a friend of mine who was very astute, and uh, she called me last week and said, John, what did you say about the dogs and are killing off? And I said, I questioned her, and she says, well, up in her neighborhood, this up in Connecticut, her, they were losing dogs in the dog kennels. I mean, multiple dogs, and she remembered what I said. So I don't know what she did with that. And I don't know if it's going on now, but uh, it's kind of interesting you bring that up, uh, Adam, because I agree with you. I mean, it's... it's, it's well, yeah, and, and I don't know if Jeff Bradstreet's, uh, Bradstreet's listening, um, the, um, you know, he's a vet. He talks to dogs. And, you know, and, and the, um, but I haven't run that by him, and, and, and uh, I don't know if he's listening right now. But this is a vet who went into veterinary medicine because dogs only lived seven years, and he grew up with 30-year-old dogs. You know, it, it, gee, it really could be what we feed them. And someone says, oh, never feed your dog from the table. You just fed yourself from the table. You know, we, you know, there's um, you go into these you know dog, cat, and food stores. You know, you think it's you, know, you think it's the greatest supermarket in the world because uh, there's all, the, all everything for doggies and cats, but none of the food is worth a damn. 
And you know, so we're 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 allowing our cat's kidneys and our dog's kidneys to fail because we're feeding them. You know, we're feeding them basically the same chemical fertilizer that we are feeding us. Not only that, but it takes 18 pounds of menhaden fish to make one capsule of fish oil when you take the fish oil type. That's why they have to switch to algae because they're wiping out schools of menhaden, which used to be as long. One school, the front end would be in one state, like in uh, Massachusetts, and the rear end would be in Newfoundland. Well, now I can many see. There were. Yeah, they have to get rid of How do you tax something like that? I mean, how do you separate? I mean, come on, that's hard. You bribe the governor of uh, which state is it? Uh, I believe it's North Carolina, where they have the Chesapeake Bay. They bribe the governor so Omega Protein can do this. Because otherwise, well, all know, the sportsmen are against it because they're killing all the fish. Because the menhaden are vacuum clingers. They cling all the garbage out of the yeah, ocean. Yeah, they're like they're like possums yeah. in, in, in your in your. Uh, in your home uh, aquarium, you know, they eat all the trash. And, and the main foods for sports fishes, too. So the sportsmen are coming out against it, but they're being repressed. You're not finding any information about them. What have you now, who's contacted you uh, regarding the yellow fat? Who's contacted me? Yeah, I mean, you know, you're, you're oh, putting yeah. information oh, out there. We're aware oh, yeah. feedback. Well, I won't. I won't mention her name on air, but uh, I have been have contacted. <laughs> you probably know already. <laughs> well, but you can you can you can refer to this person as Yo Fat. <laughs> Yo Fat said. <laughs> yeah. You know, eventually the people. If you notice, there is a definite plot going on about DHA. All these scientific papers are a lie. But just like cholesterol, you know, in the 1980s, if I came out for cholesterol like Dirk Pearson was one of the first people to do, even yeah. then I would, have, I would have lost my job in the health food store. I wouldn't have been able to be the manager anymore because I wouldn't have sold anything. Well, of course, that's all changed now. The same thing will happen. But meanwhile, they will have caused millions of cases of heart disease because fish oil is one of the most dangerous products you can take. Now, vaccination is equal. That's one of their things. And the other big thing is radiation. Don't think we're not going to be wiping out this planet with radiation. And a nuclear war is coming up soon. Well, no, we canceled that. Didn't you get the message, Demo? Uh, you know, I, the, the, people who, yeah, the people who fight the war, you know, the men and women of, of age who fight the war, they have ears, too. I mean, like we sent, uh, we sent two pounds of sulfur to an enlisted man somewhere in a secret place that we can't talk about. But the, you know, the last time that we did that was to a couple of guys who were in Iraq who were in a foxhole who were being eaten alive by sand fleas. As soon as they started eating the sand fleas, or started eating the sulfur, the sand fleas went away. It's just like in Louisiana. If you're afraid you're going to be captured by a big mosquito, they don't like the smell of your blood when you put sulfur into it. I am not by Maybe this might be an antidote for the Zika virus uh, against the mosquitoes. Artificial well, mosquitoes you know, is what they're using now. They're they're releasing biotech. Florida's following it, uh, fighting it because it's in Haiti and it's in Puerto Rico. First first death in the United States is in Puerto Rico. And you know, and it, my take is it has nothing to do with the, the virus. In Brazil, at 20 weeks, every pregnant woman will have a DTaP vaccine. Hmm. Yeah. Now, if you know anything about the the the, the growth of a baby uh, at 20 weeks. You know, that's when the brain starts to work. 
that's when the brain starts to form. In the meantime, it hasn't really been there. It's just been a heart and all these blood vessels and all this stuff building. And, you know, so it's, by the end of the year, the petrochemical companies and the drug companies who are doing trying to do this wonderful thing for us, they will be broke. And I'll tell you why they'll be broke. Because all of this stuff like the Roundup that Monsanto depends on, they depend on that. If you don't buy Roundup, Monsanto can't afford to hire their scientists and their goons and their assassins. And so Stephanie Smith and uh, uh, Anthony Samsel have just devastated here. <laughs> Roundup, 34% down the tubes. And a lot of people have been laid off. That's what's going to get uh, Monsanto is we're not going to buy their stuff anymore. And then the farmers will understand we won't buy their stuff if they're using genetically modified stuff. We won't buy it. And, you know, but until we get rid of the chemical fertilizer, we're just fighting an uphill battle. But we could always add sulfur to our diet on the backside. You know, yeah. My question, Patrick, in Vermont, July 1st is the first state that's going to require GMO labeling. But how are you going to know if you are purchasing GMO food if it's not labeled? I mean, you can assume, yeah, but uh, nothing well, specified. Hey, I'm not opposed to labeling, but I think there's a guy on the panel named Doc Snump who says, why in the world would you ever buy anything in a box? I agree. Well, how many people are listening to Doc Snump? Yeah, I'm listening. Come on, come on. All right, uh, the, the, uh, Frank, Renee's trying to call you on the 541 number. I just remembered that. I apologize. We'll see you in five. Thank you. The day that the rain came down. body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
their head. Too many can do neither. Messiah's Branch has a mission church in Wichita, Kansas that helps the victims of this banker's economy, the American people, your neighbors. The mission is the last hope for so many Americans. We need your help to lift up the poorest of the poor. These are men, women, and children who once had homes, now in the street. They all need what you need. First aid, beds, food, clothing, and so on. You can send a monetary gift or a box of necessities to 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Or donate online by going to wichitahomeless.com. Simply call 316-619-4886. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Your love 
is the Self for Hour Plus One on American Voice Radio Network, and we discovered that our guest that we were waiting for had been captured by uh, ISIS group and has been held in the basement of this very building, wherever this building very is. And so I would like to reintroduce Arturis Ra, whose name is actually Renee Swain from uh, Sedona, Arizona. Forgive us for having you uh, locked up in, in a case like that. Yeah, you are. Um, you are there, aren't you? <laughs>
yeah, who, who are in our study who no longer have a pain in the arse, uh, no longer treat other people badly. Hang on. Low flying. Incoming. Incoming. It's just, it's just, it's just dead people being brought in from the carnage on the roads. Don't worry. We have, you know, I don't know this. The entire race is basically partially irradiated, processed, food affected, and we are all viral. No, everybody has a virus. And I'm tired of people telling us that we need to have certain bacteria in our body. Uh, we have seen Dr. Bruce Lipton and many others that have proven that certain uh, organics that should not be in the human vessel and should never be introduced to the human vessel. On a side note, print size of a flu shot. Go figure. Well, you know, it's because um, Bill Gates, a wonderful person, and his wife, have stated in public there's just too damn many people. There's just too many people. The planet can't support this many people. We're going to have a catastrophe, but we won't have any food. Now, you and I and, and, and Phil and, and even even uh, 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 Adam, and you know, I mean, the food grows if you plant it. Yes. If you, if you plant houses where food grows, you may starve. But, you know... Uh, you can build houses on rocks. You don't have to build them on the lowlands. You don't have to build them where stuff grows. You know, yeah. we just, we just, we've forgotten, you know, we've forgotten what it's all about. We don't know exactly how this planet works, and we just have not paid enough attention on how it works. And, uh, you know, I think uh, Edgar Casey's work that Phil's following up on, and your observational work, you know, you're an, ob- you're an observer. Yeah. You know, I'm an observer. Yeah. You know, if I can see somebody walk, I'll tell you what's wrong with them. Yeah. But I'm not a doctor. I'll, I'll just tell you what's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's up to them to fix it. Not me. I'm not yeah. going to fix it. Now, go ahead. And the thing is, you cannot, we're not here, like Dolores Cannon said, if anybody knows her, we're not here to convert. We're here to show what you can be in resonance with and make your life better. I kid you not, better yet, I shit you not. I had gastritis for 22 years. I took the freaking sulfur, and on the fifth day, my, my, my stomach functioned like I, I haven't feel, felt my stomach functioning since I was 11 years old. Now I'm 47. No joke. Well, you know, you're still a, hey, you're a punk kid. Even yeah. still, I mean, I'm 70, Stump's 92, uh, John's 74. Adam says he's 74, but I checked, and he's actually 392 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not really, good fish oil ingestion either. <laughs> before, so I tried the, the, the MSM pills and all that stuff. Nothing kicked. That sulfur that I ordered from you, Patrick, works, and I keep taking it. I just continuously take it. In the beginning, I felt like I'm going through hell the first few days. I got really, really like nauseated and sick. But then I drank. You said drink more, so I gulped more, and it stopped, basically. And I'm well, you know, it's, yeah, it, it's that's basically what I do. Is you know, I observe what happens with someone, and then they call back after five days. You didn't call back after five days, if you recall. But normally, you know, anything that's weird like that gets addressed, but it gives me an opportunity to see if they're drinking enough water. You're not yeah. a big 
and heavy, so you don't need to drink that much water. But, you know, someone who's 300 pounds, that's 150 ounces of water. And if they don't drink that much, they'll get to be 400 pounds. Yeah. You know, I was, I was the, on a vertex so sick, I thought, like, probably I would have died if I wouldn't hit the curve. Is I uh, had Lyme disease for 37 years, and I'm training my autoimmune cell system to defend itself. And at the class that I'm taking, I didn't tell uh, uh, that I'm taking sulfur. And he said that my healing numbers are phenomenal. He had not, nobody ever picked up that fast in responding to the immune system. So, <laughs> to him, what I learned from you would make sense to me. I said, well, I have more oxygen transport now because I'm taking sulfur. Plus, I'm living in Sedona, so I'm putting in a shitload of work to enable my body to start cell repair. And without the sulfur, all of this is elongated and slowed down in the process. Am I correct? Correct. Yeah. If, if not, I'm totally eliminated. Um, yeah. You know, the, it's, if you cannot take the trash out, I mean, even in Sedona, even in yeah. Atlanta, if they don't take the out, and I'll refer you to the 18 or 1987 garbage men strike in New York. Yeah. If they don't take the trash out, everything stops. Yeah. It's the same with your body. If you can't get the trash out, everything stops. Yeah. That's what people, only, that's what, yeah. that's the level of intelligence, even with doctors, that they don't understand, like, when your body does not have the tools to take the trash out and the conveyor belt stops, you're not healing. There's no healing taking place. That, you know, that's what I've been observing for 48 years. Yes. But now, you know, now with the sulfur, it's just a different story. And it's just because sulfur never enters the nucleus, and yes. every time it encounters some wayward copper, mercury, lithium, anything except iodine, and Phil hasn't, still hasn't told us why this is, uh, but th then those things combine with the sulfur and they have to leave the body as a sulfate or a sulfide or a sulfide, none of which are allowed to stay overnight. If you check your homeowner's thing, it says no sulfur, sulfide, or sulfide can remain overnight. They cannot sleep in the basement. They can't be in overnight, okay? They've got to be gone. Any good homer's contract says that. And that's what we have to understand about our body. If we can't get the trash out, we become toxic and we become uh, fodder for the uh, morticians. Well, not, on, not only that, the sicker you are, what people don't, I, I teach that in my videos, those who want to know, like Arcturus, as in the Planetary System Bra YouTube channel, where I explain the viruses in our body are smart, and that's the only enemy we have. And doctors do not look for a virus, let's say Bartonella, that's mutated and cloaks itself as human DNA. Nobody looks for that because nobody's trained for that. Okay, now you, now, are you sitting down? Yeah. Okay. So far, no virus has been able to replicate when sulfur is active in the system because the only enemy of the virus is actually oxygen. So you're saying and oxygen... Yeah, we, we have people with HIV that have had HIV and supposed to be dead 14 years ago. They're still alive. Yeah. They still have the virus, but there's no viral load. The okay. virus cannot replicate. Aha. Uh -huh. No, same thing with hep C. 
We have guys who just aren't looking for a liver anymore. Because uh-huh. they've regenerated their liver. You know, and it, it, it's the simplicity of this. We, we have all these people who would rest on the laurels of science has decided this. As far as Phil's concerned in the study of Casey, science had decided it, and Casey said, I don't think that's right. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> oh, boy, I know. You know, but it's so you know, easy just to say, well, Science hasn't figured it out, but you know that's that's assuming that they somehow had the, the understanding to figure anything out. They everything, you know, it's it's pretty easy just to say, well, you know, science, you know, because well, you know, okay, now uh, in the in the case of, of Renee, he's an observer. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't actively go in and change people's DNA and cross their eyes and all that stuff. No, he's an observer. He learns just the way I learn. He learns the way that any really, I mean, the science of, of Plato, uh, Plato and Socrates was observation. Right. They observed and then they thought, you know, then they postulated. Uh, I don't postulate, I just observe. The thing is. The simple application that anybody can learn is sometimes, and now we have the internet, which is wonderful, look at study cases, observe, and figure out in your mind, without programming, choosing what you want to watch and how long, what works. Then you order it, whatever how simple the task is, and see if it works for you. And simple thing is like if Dr. Bruce Lipton had study cases of 2,000 uh, patients after chemotherapy with cancer put on the linseed oil, oil uh, diet, I'm not even mentioning the sulfur here, and they're coming out not needing chemo because they're cancer-free, then take notes. Don't be stupid. Look at 2,000 people are clear. You can't say heals because you get lawsuits because that's about the control issue. I'm not going into that either. Then look at you, Patrick McGeehan. You have, what, over 500,000 study cases in the cellular matrix study that clear. We just have hey, we just crossed 2 million. So I say don't be stupid. Don't spend money on Revlon lipstick. Get freaking sulfur. Real simply <laughs> observe. Buy. <laughs> you can force to the freaking well, but you can't make a drink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and we also suggest water, and we suggest that, you know, the uh, iodine that uh, uh, Phil has. And, and um, f- forgive me, you know, the information I was supposed to send you a while ago didn't get sent. It should be in the mail now. You know, the, the sulfur salts, here's, here's a guy named uh, Edgar Casey who figures that maybe sulfur, there may be some value in this. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. And... And this, the and so there's a sulfur salts that fill cells, uh, and they're sort of the same idea as uh, oh, cell salts, uh, no sulfur and cell salts. And the one thing that seems to be uh, in the single ingredient in is the cream of tartar. Aha. Uh-huh. You know, and 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 so we're not saying that, but you know, still information that we get, and. Uh, you know, the, somebody, somebody's breathing into their microphone because they're horny. They stop that. Um, the, 
what you know, 17 years without killing anybody. We've tried. And when you can't kill them off, then you learn what happens. And, you know, considering all these companies that we know are evil and bad, but they have all the money, so we can't really hurt them, uh, they're the drug companies and the chemical companies. And every time someone buys a pound of sulfur, it costs pharma, the cartel of pharma, 200 to $2,000 a month month thereafter because those drugs are not purchased. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are spending their entire life fortune on a chemo, on a, uh, experimental chemotherapy drug. Well, they're no longer doing the experimental and expensive chemotherapy drug because the sulfur sort of fixed them. They fixed themselves. I didn't fix them. Renee didn't fix them. Phil didn't fix them. Adam didn't fix them. Trump didn't fix them. They fixed themselves. Now, come on. Someone is breathing into the microphone, and I've had to take my clothes off. (laughs) (laughs) And I I don't know if Frank can tell me who he is, but it's okay. Uh, We've got uh, about three minutes before you go into the break. And, um, you know, this... This little campaign that we're on need not harm anyone if we're effective at bankrupting those people who are trying to harm us. Does that make any sense? Yep. Okay, so now... Please say something. Yeah, it's it's that these companies, you say they're evil, actually they're not that smart. They're dinosaurs, they move very slow, and they're very unconscious. They only know that the way they trot, that works. What we have to do in a very smart way is get out of their way and, and weasel our way through their legs. They're slow. They're not fast. And we work in detail and give people the consciousness that they can understand you can fix yourself. You need nobody that suggests the healing. And it's the same for the spiritual industry where Grandma says, I put it in the hands of God. She's sulfur deficient, oxygen deficient, deteriorates, the cancer metastasizes, and grandma dies because nothing is ever done. And nobody looks at the chart. There's a lot of people in America, billions of people, they don't die of natural causes. They die of biomechanical failure, and they need to realize that. Wake up. Be conscious. Get the tool. Get the wrench. Oh, let me... I have, to, I have to share something to give you an idea exactly what that means. We have a fellow in uh, Michigan whose daughter is a naturopath in Arizona, and she's been working with this autistic child down the street. And she goes out to get in the car, if I, get, if I remember the story right, and this little boy who doesn't talk came out and said, I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake. Now, you know... <laughs> Isn't that, that, you, that you explained to me that which I find phenomenal and that people, I mean, you should have millions of views and listeners that when the autistic child and the mother takes sulfur, they begin to bond again. Correct? Just nursing. Yeah, and that, and that makes the child come out of the, the mirror neurons that are stuck because they don't have the oxygen actually to repair the, the transmission that changes the neurons. And it's so simple that it's missed. That's amazing. 
Well, and the biggest thing it does is it takes the trash out of the blood-brain barrier. This yeah. wall that we want to build between Mexico and the United States exists in every autistic child's brain and every senior who's lost in their own mind that we build a wall between their brain halves. They can't get to their right brain. They can't remember who they are. How cruel. How nasty. Yeah. You know, it's, it's worth bankruptcy. Yeah. And you see this ironic thing uh, about Michael J. Fox, Parkinson's disease has, has been gifted, what, $97 million for his campaign, and the dude is still sick. And nobody can reach and say, eat the damn sofa and wake up to who you are. Well, and, and, and we have a couple of people who think he doesn't even have Parkinson's, but that, you know, they think it's just drug abuse. And I, you know, I know a lot of drug abuse people and they don't do that. Uh, but our Parkinson's people come back. Yeah. And on that note, we're going to go to the break and we'll see you all in five minutes. So think about the best questions you can because you can call in. Thank you. for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for $149.99. That's right delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. 
Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Yeah. And That's when it comes out, 
Yeah, when you look at the sun, it comes out and then it drinks back. That's, you know, hey, Donald Trump's hair is actually a Klingon cloaking device. (laughs) 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 All right, I suppose. Sedona could have the same thing. It could happen. But there's places all over the earth where that where these energy vortexes come out. Tell you right, Colorado is one of them. Why do you, you think know, they, so many people in Sedona lose their shit here? They go nuts. I don't know. I thought you just swore. What did you say? People in Sedona lose their shit. If you're not willing to integrate your your stuff, you'll lose it here. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Uh, it's yeah. like Shangri La. Yeah. You know, if you're not really, if you're not willing to get in, in tune with the frequencies, you'll just die. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's either going to help immigration or not. <laughs> being uh, being uh, an Ontarian. Ancient times in the pyramids, you know, the high priests were tested in the chamber overnight in a certain constellation. If you're not willing to integrate, sorry, not willing to integrate your shit and your denial. And your avoidance, you will yeah. Very simple. Being exactly. a Adam was, Adam was going to say, uh, what are you yeah. saying? I was saying, because I'm an Ontarian, I live three houses away from the Red Planet Diner in Sedona. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that, when you left, was that the economic drought? <laughs> yeah. I left because I missed the ocean, but Sedona is a nice place. I used to teach at the Seven Centers Yoga up there. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of people have good friends up there. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to a couple of blocks from You broke up. Repeat. Okay, I'm an Octorian that lives a couple of blocks from the Red Planet Diner. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, by the way, how's the food at the diner? Oh, it's very intergalactic. They have Saturn chicken fries, uh, intergalactic Palladian burger plates. There's a lot of stuff there. <laughs> okay, now, let's, let's get the name of this place right and see if it really boosts their business. It's called the Red Planet Cafe in Sedona? Red Planet Diner. Red Planet Diner. Do they need, a, do they need to call for reservations? No. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Open there's, from there's eight a, in the morning to eleven at night. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a place. There's a place in Telluride, uh, uh, Colorado. This it's probably the oldest longing cafe bar, other than the hotel, and it's called the Floridor. And the, and the guy who owns the Floridor bought it back from the last people who had it. And, uh, and a friend of mine was supposed to go down and find out if the food was just as bad as it used to be. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I mean, just because you survive doesn't mean you got good food. (laughs) You know, they do sell beer in Colorado. Remember, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hugh Hefner ate nothing but junk food and over 30 Pepsi-Colas per day. And he's 90. Well, the... uh, we would like him in the study, you know. We only have seventeen, ninety-year-olds. Can you now? I set you on Kip Douglas and all these people. Can you give Hefner for us? I mean, please. 
I wish. Where is he living now? I think he's. I don't think he's in California anymore, is he? No, I, I think I think what he did was buy um, uh, the guy who made this Bruce Goose's uh, palace. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know the. I'm I'm not really fond about judging people. You have to, you have to, you know. He, he did what he wanted to do, uh, and and became a, you know became a, a expert on sex, or not. You know, it's like it's like Bill Nye becoming an expert on vaccines, or not. <laughs> or, uh, not. or yeah, or or Neil deGrasse Gass or Grassy, whatever his name is, being an expert on vaccines, or not. Uh, or Ben Carson being an expert on uh, even though he's a pediatric neurosurgeon. No. And, you know, right? Well, who is that? Who is that? Okay. Now, the important person is Melina Trump, I think still a Slovenian native with a, a citizenship from there, told Donald, the Baron will only be vaccinated over your dead body, Donnie. And then the next thing she said is, and I know that you probably want some satisfaction. (laughs) The stones can even be represented on our show. You know, a man wants to get laid, and the man's not going to go against the woman if he's he's opposed to vaccinations. I'm in favor of it. Vaccines are synthetic poisons to harm our children and our parents and us too. But see, we're too stupid to care about us. We may care about our children. We may care about our parents. You know, I'm just a researcher. I don't care. The train on the other side of the valley doesn't care either. All right. Somebody else gets to talk. Come on, step up to the microphone. Tell us who who you are and where you're from. Otherwise, I do have one thing to say. You know, to fight Monsanto, we have to do other things besides ban their Roundup. They make nuclear weapons. They make DDT, which they sell to other countries. It's illegal here. They make dioxin. They make Agent Orange. They make petroleum-based fertilizer. They make aspartame, bovine growth hormone, PCBs, GMO foods. Uh, They make a lot of products. So, uh, actually, my advice to not buy Monsanto stock is stupid. Well, we just have to study what they're selling, because most people have no idea about the nuclear weapons, for instance. And well, I'm not you know, buying any of those, anyway. Okay, now, you know, the, let's, let's consider your experience in running and bankrupting health food stores across the nation. <laughs> okay, the, um, it, you know, what's going on here is, and Krugman Ramon's not with us tonight. He's taking care of the, you know, teaching him algebra in, in Hawaii. The math of it all has come to a melting point. Whether you're a numerologist, a Christian, a Jew, a Muslim, or a, a, a you know, a, a poker player, it's, we've come to that point where those people who think they're in control, there's so few of them because they've been so selfish that there's not enough of them to pull it off. They can't pull anything off. We spend the money, we fight the wars, we do the work, and they're going to tell us what to do. No, they're not. 
And we will tell them by going to the store and not buying anything in a box. Kellogg and, and Post will go first. Uh, you know, and and and, and 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 we'll learn how to cook. People who can't get a job will teach people how to cook. How about that? And grow gardens. And grow gardens, yeah. And 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 instead of using a lawnmower, just eat the grass. You know, oh, we outnumber them a thousand to one because it's not really the one percent; it's the one percent of the one percent, and those are the ones that are causing the harm. There's nothing wrong with being a multimillionaire, but doing it illegally, like they do, through controlling the government and controlling other things—that's well, you know, doing it, you buying your competition out. I mean, that's that's what we've watched over the last seventy-five years. We've watched our competition being bought out. At the turn of the century, there were 180 different varieties of sulfur soaps. And this was mineral sulfur soaps, but they were excellent for fixing my lady's funny skin. But Procter & Gamble bought them all up, put them out of business. You know, if you can't compete with somebody, just buy them and put them out of business. In 2003, someone wanted to give us a million dollars and told us that they'd go away, and we said no. You know, I had $196 in the bank, and I said no to a million dollars. Well, I want to tell you guys, I had been crazy for a long time. <laughs> yeah, you could use that money now. <laughs> no, no, no. We, you know, we generated $4.2 million in profits last year. Okay. I mean, I we didn't get that. We didn't learn. That's what we in profits. And, you know, and those profits aren't going to Monsanto, and those profits aren't going to Merck, and those profits aren't going to Pfizer. Those profits aren't going to, you know, any of the drug companies that make vaccines. And, you know, that just breaks my heart. I mean, this is horrible. These guys could go broke. I mean, can you imagine the uh, Koch brothers, we haven't mentioned them at all, uh, parked under the viaduct with their sort of not recently washed Rolls Royce, where the sign says, we'll, we'll beg for food. They won't work for food. They beg for food, though. You know, they're part of the system. They think you don't have to work, you just beg. Wait. Yeah, way too much begging going on. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not fond of it. So, again, when I, when I believe that I was... Put everybody to sleep. I have to ask <laughs> raise your hands. Are you guys still? <laughs> We're listening attentively. Well, you We're at least have, Yeah, at least burp or something. You know, the when, when we were breathing into the microphone, I at least could tell that somebody was there. <laughs> <laughs> One of the first times I did a radio show, I, I spoke for an hour. And when I was done, I was told that it didn't go out. Over the air. <laughs> I, you know, I knew in my mind it was the best piece of work I'd done to date. <laughs> no one could argue with me. <laughs> kind of a stealth radio show, I guess. Well, yeah. Um, I had a, a stealth um, photographic exhibit in San Francisco. And uh, the San Francisco Chronicle ran the ad a week late. So I had to respond to the ad and write, and you missed it. I mean, I had the show, but no one knew about it, what was in the San Francisco Chronicle. 
and I uh, didn't sell much, but you know, it didn't matter. It, so you know, it's, it's, it, if we pay attention to what's going on, you know, we we may come to the idea that not everyone loves, and yet everybody can love us. The song we're working on. Um, it, does everybody remember the song Nature Boy? Yes, Gypsy Boots friend, uh, Eden uh, Bez. Okay, and and uh, and there's the, the fellow who we're gonna have on next week uh, with I think the entire uh, oh. St. Louis Orchestra, maybe I don't know. Hey, uh, his, his name is Porky Treadkill, and he sings that song. You know. By the way, that, Kirk Douglas and Michael Douglas knew Gypsy Boots and Eden the Bears. They were friends of and promoters of Gypsy Boots. In fact, I think when Gypsy had his. Uh, was it his 89th or something like that birthday party? Michael Douglas uh, threw the party for him, and he used to sell health food vegetables to both Kirk Douglas and Michael Douglas when they were in Hollywood, or Beverly Hills, perhaps. If, if necessary, we could probably ask Corky to change his name to Gypsy. Eden Abez, by the way, used to live under the Hollywood sign. He didn't have a home. The Nature Boys were barefoot, and they just hung out. But when he sold that song... He was able to buy a ranch, so Gypsy and Eden lived there for a while. Okay, now who wrote this? Eden Abez. Okay, and you know, in the song, uh, there's a there's a there's a verse uh, to be lo- to love and to be loved in return. Yes, beautiful. And in the in a Don McLean song, and I've done seen a couple other songs, but I think that's the maybe the first time that it was utilized. And so this this fellow who's going to be on the show next week, he sings that song. And uh, and and you'll understand why he's going to be on the show after you listen to him sing that song. And that's all the teaser you get. I'm sorry. It's, it's you know Corky uh, Treadkill sounds weird, but it's his name. So he could go by Dennis, but he never responds to that. So he'll be on next week, and we'll we'll probably we're going to make music history with next week. But to get back to what you know what's going on, uh, Renee mentioned it earlier. The frequencies. Yeah. yeah, and I keep trying to drag us back into the frequencies, and, and John's understanding the frequencies, and Adam's understanding the frequencies, because that's the way it works. When we are resonant, we don't cause the hair on the backs of our friends to stand up. That's why we can't affect the world from being even all alone without anyone around because we have those type of energy frequencies that can change the world dramatically. The exactly. butterfly effect, it's called. Yeah, and, and see, and that butterfly effect is now. And in and the process of that, it will bankrupt the drug companies and the pharma, you know, the current chemists will have your real jobs and uh, pediatricians will not vaccinate. And, and and instead of going to see the doctor on, on spring break, we'll go to Tahoe. We may go to Shanghai. Who knows? We could go to Leningrad. We could go to Jamaica and see Putin because that's where he'll be. Why am I the only person who knows? Am I the only person who reads Ian Fleming? They still do voodoo in Jamaica. <laughs> and in Haiti. <laughs> Oh, that too? Okay. Well, we can, yeah, we can stick the Merkels and go to Haiti. You know, they we say have... Haiti is 95% Catholic and 100% voodoo. And they must have done well, something. You remember when the French was coming to invade the United States, Napoleon said, well, why don't you just stop this little rebellion going on in Haiti? 
with pitchforks and stuff is what they had. So the French army went there on the way to attack New Orleans. Well, okay. the Haitians wiped out the entire army, so they never invaded New Orleans and changed the course of history. But how did they win with pitchforks against an entire French army that was going to attack the United States and defeat them? Very interesting. Well, they had a, what we call it is will, W-I-L-L, and the French didn't have any will. They thought these are poor peasants with no, no they, they know nothing, they know nothing, but those pitchforks stir, sure hurt. <laughs> they definitely underestimated them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, the minute you underestimate, I mean, it's just like, it's like, it's like pharma underestimating what we're doing. And, you know, I, I try to hide what we're doing. Uh, and and I, I know they're becoming aware of it, but it's sort of too late. Because for them to move their left foot, it takes 100,000 people saying yes. Mm-hmm. And they don't all say yes. And for us to bankrupt them, it, all they have to do is take sulfur twice a day and, boy, pharma's gone. Yeah. But you know, anybody you know who's, who's invested in the stock market, let them know. Why should they go broke just because these idiots and farmers are going to go broke? that make any sense? You know, Adam, uh, speaking about Haiti, and for a, a lengthy period, I was flying down there twice a month to Cap Haitian, which is the second largest city on the East Coast. And it's interesting because I'm just thinking what you were saying there about the French. Had they let the French conquer them, they might have been like Vietnam and, and built a society up. Right now, as you know, they, they are the poorest nation in this side of the world. And as far as the abject poverty, I mean, I, I went downtown, and uh, it's just the garbage, and it's just, it's just it's horrible. So they maybe they defeated the French, but I think they paid the price. Well, the United States was very jealous of Haiti because they wouldn't have anything to do with us. So we've conquered them. I think we've attacked them about 30 times, including the last time under the Clinton administration, or have we done it again? Probably. <laughs> so we're keeping them in abject property, uh, poverty. I believe they're the second most poor country in the entire world, and it's deliberate. Do you remember what well, you happened know, when Clinton turned back the people escaping Haiti, that they put them back in their leaky boats and let them drown during yeah. the Clinton administration. They let the Cubans in, you know, <clears throat> but the Haitians, they didn't. So we've been against Haiti because they ran their economy without any trading with the United States after they beat the French. And so we had to conquer them. So we've been in there many times. Well, you know, uh, it's about, there's a comment that Donald Trump said, you know, we will bring our troops home. And we will make ourselves so scary, no one will dare. But we're not, you know, when you, the thing about Vietnam, a couple of weeks ago, I wanted to ask this question because we had someone who was on, who knew about Vietnam. At the end of the uh, Vietnam era, you know, when Saigon fell, both people came to town. And we had a, I worked at a Pontiac Monster dealership, and these, these uh, Vietnamese and Cambodians would come in the door, and no one would even spit on them. So I sold them cars. <laughs> I sold them 40 cars. 
follow them today, but they do not believe white people. The Vietnamese do not believe white people. And all of these people who have now sent their kids to college and all I mean, these are very bright people. But the people who work in their plants and their mills are Vietnamese. They're not white. So, you know, this is a country that was once like Japan and it just got beat up and got beat up and got beat up and you know, but they're still really they're they're people who have a vision, they have a they have a, a, a way to go. Uh, I don't know but we, you know, we have a one person from uh, North Korea who buys sulfur from us, and I don't really know that he has a way to go. And the fellow who called from the Muslim Brotherhood, uh, hey, his friend at work told him about it. You know, he didn't he didn't try to uh, inaugurate me into ISIS or anything. So it's, you know, it's we collectively. I mean, I got a note from Flanagan, and I, I suggested that to him. The neurophone is probably the way that we communicate to each other telepathically, like the dolphin to swim in a pod, like the birds change direction without crashing into each other and killing each other when you see these big swarms of birds. You know, they're communicating, they're, telepathic, they're telepathically talking to each other. And we're going to start doing that, and the 1% or the one-tenth one of 1% is going to wonder, hey, why come all our receipts are going down? We're not getting any money. You know, the tobacco is just hurting here, and all those drug companies are just, just we got to lay everybody off. Lay everybody off. Don't sell a house in Bermuda. Just lay everybody off. You know, that's, that's the mindset of our 1%. Oh, no, don't sell the palace. Just lay everybody off. And, of course, television is their big tool. I believe, what are there, only two countries in the world that allow drug commercials on TV? A form of brainwash? Uh, well, who else? Uh, New Zealand. Oh, really? Oh, the Friends of Monsanto. That's right. Well, I can understand that. I think they're fine people. I've I've been a Kiwi in a former life. And, uh, you know, so I, but what's going to happen is they're going to understand the error of their ways. Not because we're going to invade New Zealand, but we're going to send sulfur to New Zealand. We're already sending sulfur to New Zealand. And, you know, it, it's just a way that Renee was talking about, you know, this crap works. You know, it's not, it's not sleight of hand. It's not, you know, it's not cocaine in the mix or anything of that sort. It just works. Plain and simple. Yeah, that was that's a pregnant pause. <laughs> we're about we're about to go to break, so anyone who wants to start talking right now will probably get their uh, you know their words cut off. Um, when we come back, uh, I want to find out who has a solution to the uh, abject, uh, depressed nature of so many of our citizens. They just can't even see the sunrise. I have one. Yes. Let me come back. <laughs> well, the music hasn't started. You could, you could hum a few bars of that. Now, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. All right. See you in five. I saw a little boy today who didn't want to fight.
their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Knocking at my 
people at $2 a day in our plantations. In the tradition of Thomas Jefferson, who had sex slaves on his plantation, Sally Hennings was only 14 years old, and he had six children with her. George Washington, too. They had a lot of kids. They particularly liked kids between 8 and 14 or 15. Well, they were Mormons. Thomas Jefferson and George Washington. Interesting. <laughs> well, the only reason Brigham Young says is if you've got a landscape here with not very many people, you better breed. Uh-huh. You know, it was just it was just pragmatic. You know, yeah, yeah, you can have nine wives. I don't care. Just make sure you have kids. I don't care how many wives you got. Just make sure you have children. Because we can't populate this valley with a whole bunch of dead people. Yep. You know, Brigham Young was didn't yeah. marry them. They preferred to have uh, sex slaves and concubines. Well, we, you know, we never, we never found out how come uh, Jefferson's wife didn't like him. None of the wives liked it. That's one of the reasons the Civil War 
really was fought over other issues because the women were starting to wonder why all these tan babies were showing up. Oh, no, really? Oh, this, this was is, a common this, practice. I mean, everybody in the plantation this, practically was involved. I know, but think about it. I mean, in the land of the free, we were making mulatto kids. That's right. I talked, I talked to someone, and I said, no, look. Matter of fact, it was Corky. I said, Corky, I've seen your photograph, you know, and I think there's a Cherokee in the woodpile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turns out there was. <laughs> hey, we're gonna have, we're all gonna have fun. This guy is this is this guy has a beautiful voice, and his voice is a lot better now than a long time ago when he was a hit, when he was a star. And but yeah, we're, I'm, I'm sorry. Anyone tell everyone to tune in because this is gonna be more fun than a barrel of monkeys. Don't forget the little red Corvette. You know, this is uh, it's it's a real catchy tune, but it's also a very very interesting discussion about um, you know how do you pick your sexual mates? That's what, what I heard. Now I heard that uh, what's a, a woman went up to a man and said, "Hey, your flies open," and he said, "Did you notice the uh, little red or the red Corvette there?" And he said, no, she said, no, but I noticed the, va- the Volkswagen with two flat tires. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, those weren't even diesel. Bit, but you get the other. <laughs> those, yeah, those weren't even diesels. <laughs> <laughs> By the you way, know, I, the, owned, I owned a Volkswagen once. I I prayed to get one, and then when I got it, I prayed for it to go away. <laughs> well, you know, you what you didn't realize is it wasn't a car. What you didn't no. realize 
It I drove it off the lot, and it broke down three-quarters of a mile away from the uh, place I bought it from. Oh, well, that, was, that wasn't the car's fault. Oh. You know, the, um, the, the people who love Volkswagens understand why the Germans made them like the way they did. The Germans don't raise horses or cows. They raise pigs. And a Volkswagen looks like a pig. I thought they gave the workers steel wool and they uh, knitted Volkswagens. <laughs> I had to ride in a VW, I guess it was a 1957 VW bug with the University of Utah wrestling team. Five big guys in one VW. Yikes. That's like those clowns in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Yeah, but then they got nine or ten of them, and then, you know, somehow they they had knew the way. Uh, and then we got caught at Donner's Pass. With
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.